Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Nancy Jamison. And I'm Bill Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. What's going on? <laughs> Did I surprise you? A little bit. <laughs> so enthusiastic. I'm, I'm, I am enthusiastic. I you, just hmm. meditated for a few minutes, <laughs> like for a year and ago. Now I'm on top of the world. Bing, bing, bing. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Welcome to the, uh, well, for us, the Saturday recording of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We don't Thank often uh, record on Saturdays and... Uh, it's great. It's been a great morning so far, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. What's your magic for today? My magic is that my sons are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they found, with a little bit of assistance, they found a lot, um, a bin of uh, Nerf guns that were for sale, mm-hmm. and they pooled their money and bought this bin of Nerf guns. Yeah, it was like a moving sale or something. Yeah, yeah, and bought this bin of Nerf guns um, for a pretty great price and uh, went through all these guns and sorted them out and sorted out the Nerf bullets and, you know, and categorized everything and and uh, looked up the pricing, the brand new pricing on everything and, you know, put everything in bags and put, pri- you know, new used prices on them. And uh, they have been downstairs today uh, in our garage, uh, gathering the, the, the neighborhood kids and, uh, you know, reselling them, mm-hmm. reselling them. So a little side hustle. Yeah. They're a little side hustle, which I think is, you know, to find a side hustle, you know, uh, in the, in not just this neighborhood, but in during this environment and, um, you know, really utilizing all the kids being home and all the games that they're playing right now mm-hmm. in the neighborhood together, which is, you know, a little, uh, more excel. I mean, they've always played together, but it seems a little more, um, accelerated now so it's it's cool it's cool so i'm totally inspired it was, it was great to listen to uh to rex negotiate and um yeah. you know he's very <laughs> stern and then you know there's one kid that was hanging out for a while and he's like look look if you're not gonna buy i need you to get out <laughs> get out of my store <laughs> yeah, stop window shopping stop <laughs> kicking the tires mm-hmm. and let's get down to it we got other yeah. people waiting yeah yeah, so. it's great. It's great. And I, you know, so that I'm going to, I'm going to, um, uh, piggyback on your magic and it's, that's my magic also is that they're entrepreneurs and we, we think that it's, we as entrepreneurs, uh, think it's super important that they have an idea and a concept of how to earn their own money based on their talents and gifts <clears throat> and passions. And one of the big reasons why they are earning their money is because they pay for their own cell phone bill. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, that was one of the agreements that, that we made that if you're, well, they paid for their own phones, number one. And then number two, if you're responsible enough to have a phone, then you are responsible enough to earn the money to pay for the phone. So that's what they're doing. So in addition to, you know, their jobs around the house and getting paid commission, 
that's their side hustle and they're mm-hmm. they're doing well. I mean, they're they're definitely going to profit off of this thing, that's for sure. Yep. So once they get through with this bin, I'm sure they'll be on Facebook Marketplace with us again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Searching for their next bin of treasures. Yep. So I love it. I, they're it's it's very magical. It's definitely teaching them life skills. So It's awesome. Mhm. Yep. I appreciate it. Awesome. Complete? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm complete. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I love that and I love uh, you know, talking about uh, what, you know, one of the things that you and we, but I'm going to I'm going to focus on you right now have been, you know, instilling into uh our children over over time and the evolution of how you do it and, you know, and doing it in such a beautiful way, uh loving and staying in your goddess while you while you while you coach these kids through some uh, some interesting times for sure, <laughs> so it's awesome. So this episode today really is you know all about being a mom. Thank you. It's all about being a mom, and so I was kind of like you know snooping around old man internet a little bit to see what uh, what came up under being a mom, and I found a T-shirt of all things. <laughs> so this T-shirt was great because it was an acronym for mom. Okay, and. Um, uh, it was, it was, it said that, uh, well, the, the acronym was for, for mother was actually magnificent, loving teacher, healer. And then in the word clever, the E for clever, and then the, uh, the R for uh, strong and uh, mother's written down the middle of it. So I thought it was pretty cool. And it did remind me a lot about, you know, your attributes as a mom. And so I just kind of got curious if you don't mind you know, playing a little question answer or, you know, maybe just, uh, you know, how you relate to some of these words uh, now, maybe as opposed to thinking about being a mom or maybe when you were first uh, a mother Mm. or, you know, or just currently, whatever, whatever resonates, you know, what you want to talk, talk around each word if, you know, if you're up for it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) On the spot. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Um, Cool. Okay. All right. Love so, it. What? So let's uh, let's start with uh, magnificent. The first, the first of uh, mm. many letters. <clears throat> M for ma, mother. Mm-hmm. Magnificent is right there. Okay. Or, so. or you know, I'll throw in there too. Is maybe it's how it relates to your mom or my mom or any any other mother that you know you've been inspired by, possibly mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So magnificent. Okay. So. When I think of magnificent and I think of being a mom, what is magnificent about being a mom is the process in which the body goes through in being mm. becoming a mom. That's beautiful. And I that is nothing short of magnificent and miraculous. And uh, it's just from the from the moment that the body knows that it's a mom, it is on like it, it just starts operating on a different level. Mm-hmm. And uh, and one of the things about that as it relates to becoming a mom, I go back to when uh, Lucas was conceived and that moment in which I was sitting, we were all sitting at mom's house. At your mom's house. Yeah, yeah. at mom's house uh, for Sunday brunch. And we were all sitting at the table and then I remember, um, you know, I mean, we were eating yeah. and, and Rex was a baby. He was like nine months old, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He was probably like nine months old. And there was that moment that all of a sudden I just became hot and 
like my vision, like I saw like this like bright sun and it was like this sensation that that like started in my womb space and just expanded out and completely encompassed me. And it was just like this burst of energy and burst of chemicals and like burst of like life. Mm. And like, I literally remember sitting there going, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm pregnant. Like I, like I literally felt the conception of Lucas and it was that to me is magnificent. The body is magnificent. The, uh, what happens as the mom is birthing, as I was birthing the babies is magnificent. And then what happens with the body afterwards is magnificent. And as a result of me going through that process of birth with both the boys, it really allowed me the opportunity to create a new body. Like, Mm. you know, I went through this magnificent process of discovering myself and like really vibing with being a mom and then going through the process of recreating like me as a woman. And it was, it was like this like love of love, like this newness about me being a woman. And then with the help of you, for sure, super strong partner, just creating that space for me to move into this whole self-love experience and just like really expand myself and all the while being a mom. And and so I felt like I went through this magnificent process of redefining what it was like to be a mom. Like it wasn't frumpy dumpy and like it didn't have to be that. It could be whatever. Did it ever feel like that though? Yeah. Yeah. Like the first couple of years I was like, oh my gosh, like this is just crazy. Can I just take a shower? You know, like Mm -hmm. I definitely remember going, I, as long as I get mascara on, (laughs) or lipstick on right uh then i was like okay cool nice but i do remember there yeah there was a moment that i was like okay i'm i'm complete with the frumpy dump and the excuse of oh you know i'm a mom so yeah i don't i don't have to take a shower i don't have to get out of my pajamas or my Mm -hmm. yoga clothes or whatever and uh and so i empathize with that 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 idea and that concept that you're stuck in that space and you can't express yourself fully as a woman and as a sexual being or as a goddess or as an entrepreneur or as a businesswoman or like any of those things. Like I feel like we can be all of those things and we can rock those roles without question. I love that. You know, and there was a definitely a, like a, I remember, I mean, I remember, I mean, you made a decision at one point where you were like, you know, I, I don't need food to comfort myself at this point anymore. Mm. You know, whatever, whatever was going on with that, you know, it's, you know, just that attachment. Right. Mm-hmm. And you knew that you didn't need necessarily just to stay in the, you know, in the, in the shell that you were in, that, that you could, you know, you had the power to, uh, you know, create, create, evolve and create change within yourself. Uh, not only from the inside, but I'm really, really focusing a little bit on the external here as far as your your body goes. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. you, you're like, okay, you know what? If I work out once or twice a week, this is fantastic. If I eat uh, healthy, you know, when I eat healthy 70 or 80% of the week, this is fantastic, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it wasn't like this thing where it's like, ooh, you know, not sustainable. It was just like this sustainable change over time, knowing that, uh, you know, if you go slow, you'll get there fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I mean, I totally remember that. And you, and you, you and you did it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing. You look amazing. <laughs> Yay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so that goes, uh, that leads right into the next one, which uh, the next word of this acronym is, um, is loving, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like loving, sure, loving your children unconditionally and, 
you know, all that kind of stuff. But then I think you found a new way as we're speaking to to this is for loving yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that poured into others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After learning to love yourself yeah. more. Yeah. The uh, also yes, yes, all of that. The self love associated with loving myself and and having a new understanding that <clears throat> I needed to fill or I had an opportunity really to fill my cup first and from my cup as it overflows it that's when it spills into you and it spills into the boys and it spills into our family and our friends and our business for sure and our mm-hmm. clients and and coaching cl- I mean like it just it just ripples at that point yeah and um so yes loving and I didn't love the idea of having kids in the beginning. Right. That's true. At all. Like I was like, whatever, like we can do without that. You know, I mean, and we, and were... we did for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were married for seven years, mm-hmm. married yeah, for seven years yeah, and we were was... together for about 10. Yeah. It was really? Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, like I know a lot, of, a lot of people who would have, you know, had kids within a year or two of getting mm-hmm. married after that amount of time. And, and we we're like, nah, yeah, we're going to hang out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then the, I, I was told that I couldn't have kids. Right. And so we processed that whole thing. Like I was told on a couple of different occasions that that I wasn't able to have kids. Like because of some cysts or, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was cysts on my ovaries and, and my uterus was upside down and backwards or some ridiculousness. And, and, and yeah, they were like, no, nope, you're not gonna have kids. Yeah. And so we were like, okay. So I just, so I took that on. And then in our relationship, it was just like, okay, yeah, no, we can't get pregnant. That was, and it was just like one of those things. Like we resolved that that was never going to be part of our, our, uh, our experience. And, uh, and then we actually had a miscarriage in 1999. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, well, I guess we can get pregnant. Right. <laughs> so that was like, I, what was that? Like three years, three and a half years after we got together. It was right after we mm-hmm. got married, about yep. six months after we got married. And, uh, and I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, cool. Well, and now it became a choice of, nope, we're going to love on each other first mm-hmm. and like really grow and develop and nourish our relationship first. And uh, and then, you know, ultimately we decided, I don't know, six years later, seven years later to to move on that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, so there's definitely a lot of love. And then the other thing that I do want to say about loving is that I believe, um, you know, I taught, or I, I, I was taught a lot about how to love from my mom. Like mm. my mom loved on us a lot and still does, you know, like shows up with the cards and gifts and texts and just really a lot of many, 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 many examples of, of how, you know, she loved on us and, and assisted us as growing as into three. I mean, there's three daughters, so it was, uh, it was really beautiful. Hmm. It was really beautiful. So definitely want to pay homage to her. Yay, Shirley. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. And then next, uh, the next one is uh, teacher. Mm. And uh, I don't know if that's like self-explanatory or not, but is there uh, there any words that uh, or anything that comes up previously or now or? So or? I made a decision when I was pregnant with Rex that I was not necessarily going to talk with them like they were babies like i was like i made a decision that how really i mean they're they're little humans they're like mini humans and while 
you know, whatever, wherever they were appropriately at that point, sure. you know? And so it was never like goo goo gaga. Oh my gosh, you're so cute. Or like be bop bop bop. Like it wasn't like. Yeah. Never dumbed it down. Correct. Yes. Because we knew intrinsically that they were brilliant genius children. And so there wasn't, there was always an opportunity to expand their context or add mm-hmm. to their experience, their experience of life or give them the reasoning why, or it wasn't like just because mom and dad said so. It was like, okay, so so here we go. So this is why this means this, and this is why this means this, and this is how you can take it one step further. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, even now, as they're, 12 and a half and almost 14 it, it in learning and utilizing the the zoom calls with their with their teachers and or their projects that were, they're learning and it's like okay no you know you take it to the first level and then they'll bring it to us and it's like okay cool now take it to the next level and then they'll go back and do it again and then they'll come back and it's like okay now take it to the next level right and so it's literally embracing that concept of teaching them how to fish instead of doing it for them Mm-hmm. So that there's this resilience and that there's this rigor associated with them believing that they can do it for themselves. So kind of like uh kind of like with with their cell phones and them making their own money to yeah. support support that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or like, you know, when they would fall over, it's like, no, you can get back up. Mm-hmm. Or or Lucas um you know, Lucas has been in chef school for the last 5 years and for the first time in the last 2 weeks, he's actually cut himself twice with his with his knives and he uses regular <laughs> knives like you know regular kitchen knives chef's knives like we do and so this so this morning he was like no no no, i'm afraid like of, of the knife you do it i was like i looked at him i was like no sir i'm like you teach yourself how to get back on that on that bike again and like let's go like no because you gotta you gotta keep facing it mm-hmm. so there's there's definitely a lot of that in there nice Nice. And, you know, with uh, with those cuts come healing, which is the next word, <laughs> or healer yes. is actually what's on the uh, on the t-shirt here. Yes, yes, yes. So. Uh, healing. Healer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I know so much around healing, right? Yeah, there you really know? is. I mean, I don't even know really, like I'm thinking about this because this is uh, another, this is our second unscripted uh, mm-hmm. episode in a row and I think about healer and I just feel like there's so many layers from, you know, healer from a generational aspect, you know, and then, and, and then healer from, um, for yourself and others and, and life and, and the life lessons, you know, and having them heal up some of the things that, you know, maybe coming up for them personally because of maybe who we were then for them or who they are for themselves then and now and some of those um, disempowering beliefs, you know, that uh, can come up. Um, for the boys or for who are you speaking about? I really, I'm Anybody? thinking about the, I'm really thinking about the boys. Mm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so anyway, that's, that's my, that's my two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, does that resonate anything around that resonate or you have yeah no absolutely I mean I am that is a conviction of mine is that I am a healer I am absolutely a healer in in my in in my beingness in my presence in my in my way that I nourish my body with the food and the exercise and water and and self-care practices and you know I mean if we're keeping it on the subject of of mother, I think it's believing or, or trusting in my 
ability to heal and, and my experiences and then, and then paying that forward to the kids and showing them that they're fast healers. Like they're, they're quick healers. You, you know, know what? That's, that's awesome because I totally forgot about that. What was uh-huh. like the number one thing we said to them when they were little? You're such a fast healer. You're such a fast healer. Mm-hmm. And they, to this day, it's still something they say, like oh, when, yeah. they, when they get cut or they fall down or, or whatever comes up. Yeah. They're, they're like, it's a good thing I'm a fast healer. Absolutely. I mean, it's the first thing they say. I yeah. mean, it's such a strong belief in them. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yes. And to have the wherewithal to uh, to instill that at such an early age. You know, it's kind of like the one where they're billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yes. <laughs> you got to take care of mom. Yes. Oh, and dad. And so, uh, yes, yes. And I think that's all a part of it. I think mm-hmm. a part of it is sharing with them all of the different healing modalities that are available. Mm-hmm. Of course, in addition to Western medicine, and yet it's all Eastern medicine. It's it's all the, of the different modalities. Yeah, and, lo- so. and looking for the metaphysical clues that are left in the physical and mm-hmm. all the stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Looking at all of the choices and expanding upon that and like truly trusting your own emotional guidance system to resonate with whatever heals mm-hmm. or cures or resonates and aligns at that particular time. Yeah. And yes. I think, uh, and then also there's that, uh, being open to possibility as well that you may, may know something and you may not, you know, and, um, one of the things my father used to like to say to me was, uh, don't let what you know stand in the way of what you don't know. Oh yeah. And, uh, okay. you know, I think that resonates, Papa Bill. With, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that resonates with them as well. You know, mm-hmm. that, uh, they, they're, they're open to other, like you said, other, other modalities from whatever, point of healing you know needs to be done in that moment so mm-hmm. it's cool yes it's cool and i also last thing on that i think that there definitely is something to be said about the healing power of love and mm-hmm. like a mother's love and to be able to hold them in between you know like sit with them like in indian style and wrap their blankets around them and just just hold them and and be with them in that energy while they move through whatever it is that they're moving through i mean it's just yeah, it's, it's incredible. Absolutely. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, we have an example of that from the other night, you know, I mean, you know, um, we were kind of, you know, having some, some heavy discussions with Rex and, uh, you know, he was, he was really, he was going through it, you know, and there was some crying and, you know, and not feeling really great about himself and, mm-hmm. you know, and that one that, you know, you, 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 you spent time, you know, looking at him and talking to him. And then when the breakdown really started to happen, mm-hmm. uh, you started to mother him a little bit, you know, and all you did was touch him. Mm-hmm. All you did was touch him, put your hand on his back and, you know, there was instant relief for him, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, just the ability to hold space like no other is uh, absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. What about, uh, the next one is, 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 uh, is clever. Oh my gosh. Clever, baby. <laughs> I am a magician. I am a wizard. I am a golly. I mean, geez. Yeah, I think clever has a lot to do with being tuned in too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Able to receive yeah. the uh, the downloads and how to maybe address what's going on with them physically, emotionally, socially, mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually, yeah. all of those things. I, I definitely think, okay, cool. So attunement. The, the the cleverness of that. I also uh, I feel I feel it's being able to meet them where they are and mm. utilizing different things and in 
you know, whether it's a teaching moment or it's conflict resolution or it's ideas around projects or, you know, different ideas about creating games or different creating different possibilities and perception of how to view things mm -hmm. or, um, gosh, being clever with how to create really empowering beliefs around eating vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. um, oh man, clever. Uh, to fully imbue knowing all of the Star Wars characters and Harry Potter characters and, and Ninjago characters and, uh, you know, all of those things and, all, you know, Brawl Stars is big right now and, and all the it's Minecraft moves and mm -hmm. like all of that stuff. Like, I think that that's clever of me to track with them and where they are and what they're reading and, and, you know, just to be able to really yeah. carry on a conversation and connect with them. Yeah. You know, keeping yeah. it real. Nice. And every now and then I, I blow it, but you know, <laughs> nah, you do an amazing job of it. I, I, uh, I have an opportunity to have a little more patience around learning some of that stuff and you do a great <laughs> job of it. So, you know, that's, that's why we're a team. Mm -hmm. it's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. And then, uh, strong baby strong mm -hmm. is uh the last word for this acronym of being a mother mm -hmm. mother so i am definitely if anybody knows me likes me trusts me they have an understanding of who i am and that i'm very strong whether it's strong-willed or strong in uh discipline or just i am strong i mean i'm physically strong for mm -hmm. sure and i am not the one that if you want to be victim or play victim or try to get away with something, I am not that one that's going to let you off the hook. And that for sure goes with the boys. Um, you know, I definitely believe in, in uh, the fact that I am raising Kings and I take that very seriously. And if, I mean, they're going to be strong and compassionate and bold and audacious and kind and considerate and loving, then, um, mama needs to be strong too. And so, I mean, that's just, that's who I am. I mean, I'm strong. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And another, another component of that is uh, not being a helicopter mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, being strong is knowing that you can stand where you are and let those boys, you know, do what they do, you know, through self-discovery, knowing that all is well and uh, everything works out, you know, for the best mm -hmm. and uh, let, let them go through their own stuff. You know, I think you're great at that. You know, you you will stand back and let them do their thing until, you know, either A, they figure it out or B, they feel like they've completely run out of options. Mm -hmm. And then you still question it a couple more times. And then, you know, you may have uh, you may have some helpful words or advice or whatever. But, you know, you, you, you do a great job of uh, being, I think that takes a very strong personality to uh, to not really hover over your kids and, and, you know, dictate their every move and every decision yeah. and all that stuff. So uh, yeah. I think that's a big part of being strong as a mother. Mm -hmm. Strong as a mother. Mm -hmm. Oh. <laughs> I do remember when Lucas was um, two and it, we were in our other house and he would stand on the opposite side of the stairs and he would jump off the stairs onto the furniture. Mm -hmm. And my mom, I love you, mom, 
used to freak out. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you let him. It's so high. It's so far. He's jumping. I'm like, mama, he's got to learn how to, you know, what his, what his limits are. He's got to learn. And if, and if I'm right there going, no, 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 like, I mean, I'm, yes. So I'm definitely the first one to encourage. Now there's a few times that I'm like, okay, you need to move off the side of that mountain that you're standing on right now. Right. Cause that's 6,000 feet down. Now there's, there are times when I'm like, come on, just take two steps back. No, I know daddy's out there, but you need to move back. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, they got to, sometimes, you know, you got to light a match and you got to get your finger burned in order to see really what you're made of. Totally. And uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And through and through those experiences, there are a lot of experiences. You only got to do it once. Mm-hmm. That lesson comes quick. Yeah. You know, and if it doesn't come quick, you know, you go through it a couple of times, but there's no amount of explaining that exactly. is going to really curb the, uh, you know, the fascination or the curiosity yeah. with whatever whatever that event is. You just, you got to let them do it. I yeah. say that when I'm showing houses, there's, you know, I, I show houses to, you know, all kinds of varieties of people, you know, and, and you know, some of the, some of the buyers will be like, you know, the, I, there's a hill here. I'm, you know, afraid my children are going to fall down this hill. And we're not talking anything like crazy, but mm-hmm. you know, just just an example. I'm like, yeah, they only got to do it once, and they laugh. And you know, sometimes it resonates with them. They're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that is true. You know, that you fall down once and you you mm-hmm. learn, and you get back up. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, it's the experience of it. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. Sure. And and I am I firmly believe that we are training them for life. Like we are training them for life. And if we are quick to scoop them up or mm-hmm. not have them experience that hurt or mm-hmm. that, or that victory. Like what if it's a victory? Mm-hmm. Like it's not always a hurt. Like True. they, they are very victorious. Yes. You know, they're very victorious. And if, if we didn't hold space for them and, and, you know, be the, the, the opportunity or the, the possibility of strength for them, then they would never have, the wherewithal that they have an understanding that they can do it, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's well, awesome. Well, thanks for, uh, you know, thanks for going along with the idea of just kind of being interviewed and, and, uh, talking about being strong as a mother. That was, <laughs> that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> Thank you for your brilliance. You're listening welcome. to your, to your download. That's yes. awesome. Awesome. So uh, let's. Uh, it's Saturday, so and it's date night, it and is we date night. and we actually have an early date plan, and uh, you have no idea what it is. No, I don't. So That's let's go get sexy. that, and uh, okay. you know, love goes out to everybody that's tuned in. We appreciate it, and mm-hmm. uh, remember to subscribe and re- uh, if it, if this podcast really resonates with you, please leave us that five star review. I mm-hmm. believe that uh, Apple iTunes is uh, is really the place to leave those reviews. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, that's awesome. it. Awesome. Let us know if you have any questions. All right. Love goes out. Love you. Happy Mother's Day to all our beautiful mothers and friends and and um, all of the folks that support all of the mothers, like the aunties and the grandmoms and all that kind of stuff. So we love you. Bye for now. Bye for now. Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. If you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow our show. I'm Nancy Jameson. And I'm Bill Jameson. And remember, it's a great life. Woo!
Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.